And welcome back to another thrill-killing episode of Void Runner, brought to you by Saturday Night Gaming. We have built it, we have brought it to you. Now come, click like, subscribe, and share with all your friends and family. I am Tony Stevens, I'm your GM and your host, and I'll go ahead and let my cast and crew introduce themselves. Starting at my right, tell me who you are, a little bit about your character, and what you're going through currently. Uh, I'm Jessica, I'm playing Adine, and I'm on my way back to the cargo bay to check on poor Freddy, who, bless his heart, cannot stay out of trouble. Um, I just exercised an Olkai out of Tom's finger. Thank you. Uh, you're welcome. And that's that. Hi, I'm Ronnie. I'm playing Gabriel Clark. And he is Argonaut Unit 002 and is currently scrubbing the med deck. Or the med bay, excuse me, not the whole entire deck. He's not a madman. <laughs> Aren't we all mad? <clears throat> Yo, what's up? My name, I'm Calcifer. <laughs> I'm the Bard of the Stars. Um, kind of going through a midlife crisis right now. Had a finger on my face. And it wasn't in a seductive way. It was like a massive finger person on my face. Think of like the giant finger minions from the first Spy Kids movie. Almost the thumb thumbs. Yeah, so I had a finger thing. Well, finger puppet. We had face. a finger thing. My name's Tom. <laughs> yeah, you go ahead. That's cool. I wasn't. Yeah, I wasn't talking about. <laughs> no, no, no. You go ahead. You go ahead. <laughs> um, I just want to clarify. I just want to clarify. You, it seemed like you weren't going to mention me. To wherever it is we're going. You know, she dresses like a ragamuffin, right? You know, you can't really tell that she's hot. Um, excuse me? Just listen, like, listen. No, listen, excuse Mr. me? Uh, Mr. Omnipotent being, game recognizes game, okay? <laughs> Snap. <laughs> what was that face for? She's following you around. Mr. Lady Killer over here. Just because I dress like a ragamuffin does not mean you cannot tell I'm hot. True. All right, John, how are you doing? Pretty good, pretty good. How you doing? I'm doing well. <laughs> what character are you playing? Um, obviously, I'm playing Tom. And all his additional parts? Uh, well, we're back together. The band's back together. <laughs> It feels okay. It feels okay? Yeah, it feels fine. It feels like, <laughs> you know. Reunited and it feels... Back to normal. All right. Yeah. Normal. Yeah, it's just, uh, it is what it is. Right? Average aches and pains. Yeah. Never heard that song, but that sounds like a good one to have. Anyway, um, let me tell you about myself. Go ahead. Um, my now, don't Tom. interrupt him. No, you can it. interrupt me if it's pertinent. You know, it's, <laughs> it started with a big bang. Actually, it didn't. The whole universe was in a hostile statement. Okay. It turns out it did not start with. I have read that article too. I have not read that article. I just know that because <laughs> I. It was before the bang. Yeah. No, no, no. Anyway, there is no such thing as start. That's a make-believe thing. Same thing with the end. It's all Mobius history. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, anyway, I'm thirsty. I think that I have, I have told you enough about myself, and you can infer the rest. Everything will be inferred. 
All right. So uh, when we left off, our crew had managed to somehow piece together that there was a guy that could help fix the engine or the reactor core. Got him to help do that, except he was bitten by some crazy goo that ended up being so powerful that it possessed the finger of an omnipotent time being. It's because he did not seem very smart to begin with. How did he even create that reactor? What, what did he do that was dumb? Not know that at the end of time there was a book written about him being dead? No, he just didn't see, he seemed like bumbly. Most inventors are. I guess that's true. I know. And nutty is the right phrase. I Correct. Think. Yeah, it's well, more also, PC they phrase. They also bumble. Hmm? They bumble around. But not bumblebee tuna. So... They managed to take him, or one of the crew managed to take him to the med bay where he watched him explode into a strange, monstrous thing that he then shot into little pieces and ooze that he watched drain down some vents and is now cleaning up the uh, evidence that it ever happened. So, I'm going to go ahead and start in the medical bay. Mopping around, doing everything. Yeah, I'm cleaning it, putting it in the container like she told me to. Okay. You are so obedient. That is good. Roll 30 for con. For con? Yes. Okay. Fingers crossed. Applesauce. Okay, I do have physique at least. All right, so that is going to be a 31. Awesome. So you feel slightly sick, but nothing really. It just maybe just queasy from being in the room dealing with all this stuff. Tough guy, but that was goo. Really gross. So, yeah. It's like I'm actually like scrubbing everything, like making it look great because this little OCD about it. Clean your fingernails later. Yeah, that was pretty gross. Alright, so that's good. Good job. You're continuing to clean. I think you're almost done yes. cleaning. Hopefully soon. Um, so meanwhile, in the, uh, the hallway, heading back down towards the cargo bay, many rooms around and everything, many corridors, but you're, you're heading on back down, uh, being closely followed by your Dream guy. Literally, a dream guy, not your dream guy. Okay. Uh, I guess we're just walking. Yeah. Seems like it didn't take us long that long to get here, but it's taken us a really long time to get back. <laughs> Almost like I opened it up for y'all to talk about things or figure out what's going on. It's crazy. Um, you know, I could just look weird. up what's going on. That gold guy is weird. He's yeah. behind you. He does have some really. Oh, good, I don't care. He does have some really good cotton candy, though. How do you know that? That doesn't fix what happened. I yeah. will never get that that side that was out of pretty my, disturbing. my mind. You got multiple flavors. I don't care what flavors you got. Your finger was on my face. I didn't like it. We got. Uh, we got bliss as a flavor. Would you like some bliss? How about some? I'd like, like to forget 
Do you have forget? Is we do. Thing? We have uh, forget me not cotton candy. Well, he doesn't want. To okay, work. now you're just trying to be cute, <laughs> and I appreciate it. Okay. So, would you like uh, some? Sure. Okay. What does it taste like? It tastes like memories forgotten. Okay, so. Oh, wow, that's deep. Okay. I pull off one of my fingers, not the index finger, and then like I stretch it out. Oh, God, that's weird. It's actually quite normal. And then like I go up to my my cotton candy flamey hair and it's like... Twirl it around. Yeah, twirl around. You hear like this... And like the candy, cotton candy kind of like materializes around it. And then I hand it to him. The finger's just a stick that the cotton candy goes It's just a golden stick. He's like, hello. Did it just talk to me? No, of course not. That's weird. <laughs> just... I look I look to Eddie. Here, you take a bite first. Uh, I'm okay. I'm not hungry. Right, go ahead. I insist. Ladies first. I'm the cotton really candy itself is only semi-sentient. I'm sorry. What? <laughs> semi-sentient? Yeah, yeah. So it's a living thing that's going to be alive when I eat it. No, no, it's not alive. It's more like sushi. It's it's only semi self-aware. It, what is it? It's cotton candy. It's, it doesn't have vocal cords. Well, you don't know. It was this. I do know actually. It was the stick that talked to you, not the cotton candy. That's ridiculous. Hello? All right, everybody, roll con for thirty. Oh, come on. Including me. Oh, okay. Is this for a condition? Not yet. Is it for an AOE? I have a lot of exploits. Yes. <laughs> so, consider an AOE. Even if I rolled a 20, I would not be able to hit it. If I got like, what did I get? Do I have to roll Connor? Can I roll deck? Okay. I got a 26. Uh, um, I got a 20. You can use a favor to lower the benchmark for yourself. 22. I used it last game. Oh. What's the benchmark? 30. Yeah. Well, let me how much will, straight. How much will, highest I can I'm get is a 29. How much will a favor lower the... By 5. Could I just re-roll? You can use you it can to re-roll. Not. Oh, I got a good shot. She's taking pictures. Hold on, I'm sorry. Okay, if I re-roll... What, 30? Is that what you said? And I roll like... 16. Mm -hmm. I don't get it. Mm-hmm. Wait, can I... Can I re-roll? Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I can't take it from you until you tell me what you're doing with it. What? And you can only use one favor at a time. No, this is... I'll re-roll, and then when I see the roll, I'll be like, reduce it by... No. Okay. You can only use one chip. I got exactly 30. All right, I'm going to try it. You can do it, cotton candy man. And I throw the cotton candy over my head. Okay, let's see here. I did it. I got 17. Awesome. Plus 14. Good for you. So, got a 30. 30, y'all did it. Um... So as you're walking down the hallway, bantering with each other, he's afraid of him, he's giving him cotton candy, you're not hungry, and then you notice that one of the vents starts to creak in a really funny way until it explodes forth 
and all of this goopy sludge just starts spewing out at all of you. She seems to just kind of like move out of the way and only get some of it on her cloak. It's disgusting. But the little portion that got on her cloak doesn't seem to affect her. She feels kind of feverish, sluggish, but nothing that hurt her at all. And he's like, oh, I've seen this before. And just kind of banishes it away. But poor Cal is doused in it. Oh, no. This, This black, greasy oil sludge that is now coating him from head to toe, matting his hair down, muting all of his color palette. I wish you could see his face right now. Great. Now I look like that mirror person. Feels like I just killed one of his characters. Like, you might as well have. <laughs> so, you're coated in this stuff. Now you feel a little Ew. bit more than just sick. You feel something tugging at your mind. Oh boy, here we go again. Do not lick it. What? Just saying. I'm 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 smarter than one of your fingers. <laughs> well, my fingers are probably smarter than your fingers. Apparently not, because they go around licking stuff they shouldn't be licking. All I'm saying, roll one at the place that I'm not allowed to talk about. You don't lick random things. They're just curious. They're finger curious. We're gonna go ahead and compel you with rage against Tom for what he has done to you and all of your tragedies. And good luck rejecting it. Listen here, Cotton Candy Man. You don't tell me what to do. I tell you what to do because that's what I do. Do you understand me? Now zip it, lock it, put it in your pocket, and keep walking. He gets, I get my sheet out. Thank you. Okay, I'm going to... Mm-mm. Use cosmic knowledge to learn about his mother. Oh my oh. god! I don't even know about my mom. Yeah, he has no memory. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a. I mean, he just he won't remember it. Hmm. Al already took all of his memories away. I can give them well, back. Coming back. <gasps> Seventeen. What was it? Probably plus not. plus Probably. fourteen. Oh. <laughs> 17 plus 14 is probably going to do it. Um, oh, wait, wait. Plus three. <laughs> That's exceptional success. <laughs> A large tom finger lowers down, <laughs> and you lift up your little tom finger, and then the two fingers touch, oh, and you know, you know everything Okay. about him, his mother. Really. Okay, in an attempt to calm him down, I will give him a gift. I touched my golden finger. He doesn't want to touch your finger. No, no, I'm going to touch my finger to him. He doesn't have to touch it. He doesn't. Oh, no. Oh, Quinn, your face. Okay. Little Tom. Everyone likes Little Tom. That's true. I touched my pinky. He's attacking you. I have a pinky to his. You can buy me off, or you can accept the fact that he's attacking you with his finger that you're afraid of. Take my gift. He's even pointing it at you. No, he's. Using I said his, no touching. He's using his pinky. But you feel genuinely threatened. I bite his pinky. 
<laughs> uh, <laughs> it's like two gods so, fighting. <laughs> both of you rolled decks. Right. I rolled a one. <coughs> Twenty-one. Can I step in? Do, wait, do Little I know Tom. To well, he's bitten his finger off currently. <laughs> well, right, but it's just Little Tom. But do I? <laughs> but do I know what he's trying to? Do I know why he's trying to touch him? Well, he's Little Tom's no, in him now. He He's really inside you. He, he gives you the gift. Him a gift, and he went to touch him. So we don't know why you're touching him. Yeah, you guys don't know why. Okay. But like, so little Tom just delivered the gift because he he touched him. He he bit him into. And now you see a grown man cry. Oh. Now I have to wait for him to digest little Tom. No, I spit. I, sp I spit the finger. Oh, he did. <laughs> oh. But I you hate you. But you remember. There he goes. Right. Does he remember now about all the things about his mom? Right now, all he can think about is how he feels surrounded by love. He feels claustrophobic. I he feels closed in and looked at, judged. People think they're better than him. Y'all don't know me. This is true. They don't even applaud at the tricks that he does. They mock him. That's it. I'm leaving. You guys don't deserve my magical talents. I don't know, you're kind of all right. This one ruined it, though, so you can thank him for that. How did he ruin it? Being weird and touchy. What just happened with the finger? I don't know. But I bit it off. That's all I... That's I that much him, I know. I gave I mean, him a gift. Fair. I mean, he's covered in black goop. He's being touched by fingers. He bit it off. It's, it's a very stressful moment for him right now, I think. But he doesn't remember anything yet. Storm off. He just seems to have a weird glint to his eye and storms off in a rage. As I'm walking away, I hope Tom's looking at me. Cause I just go, this is my finger. Yeah, mine don't talk. It yells. Can't say what I want to say. All right. So he stormed off. You're still just trudging along, going to see. I'll Remy. go after him. You do what you want to do. I'm just asking <laughs> what's going on. I'm just gonna pick up the uh, appendage, the wet, like soiled appendage, and shake them off, and stick them back on. Bloop. I'll go after him. All I don't right. think that Freddy and Remy are in immediate danger. So. Meanwhile, they're combating a giant Probably space. Not, Tom Hett makes his way to Freddy and Remy. See what they're up to. Tom makes his way to Freddy and Remy. So I can always check in with Remy whenever I want. Yeah. yeah All right. Speed now. So Tom's on his way to the cargo bay as you chase after Calcifer and his full diva meltdown. Switching if you're going to back to him or not because you're looking at him. No, okay. Um, I'm gonna call Remy real what? quick. Hey, Remy, watch out for this dude with cotton candy and gold skin and don't let him touch you with his fingers. I'm gonna go help this other guy. What? 
I don't even know what to say to you sometimes, sweetheart. <laughs> Just I think being out in space been affecting no, your brain. You'll know him when you see him. And don't let him touch you with any of his fingers, no matter what he says. Or, and don't let him touch any of the kids either. <laughs> well, that uh, given, I okay. think. Okay. Right. Yeah. Okay. I'll see, uh, see you in a minute. I hope so. Okay. <laughs> and I'm, I'm going after him. I don't know where he went, but I'm following him. So. Storming off down the hallway. Lights hey, wait up. seem to flicker as he's walking past them. Hey, wait up. Slow down. <laughs> you okay? So what all do I remember from what that's, he just that's did? That's what I'm wondering, yeah. The face of your mother. <gasps> you remember the face of your mother. Wow. It looks like Tom. No, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> I just slipped that in there into the memories. <laughs> this is a nightmare. <laughs> <laughs> well, con- considering for the strong, as long as I can remember, which kind of you know, iffy. I didn't know what my mom looked like. Well, now I do. So that's a whole lot of emotions I gotta process. Uh-huh. <laughs> Roll con for me. Benchmark 30. Oh, I thought we were gonna have a conversation. <clears throat> He's having a flooding of emotions right now. He's gonna see if he can take them. 13. He starts crying. I I can't hit thirty. I'm not Tom. Oh wait, you can't even hit it at all. No. Okay, then you he couldn't make him roll it. Oh, I'm not Tom. My con's only nine. Oh my. But I'll play along with what you got. Okay. Yeah. I can't make you roll it, but you can make him cry. You notice that all of the lights in the hallway begin to flicker and blow out. As the whole hallway becomes pitch black, true dark. You can't see hand in front of your face. All you can How see. How close am I to him? Four to five feet. I lunge towards where he was and grab him. Okay, so you're going to lunge for him. Well, because I just I don't want to be like alone in the hallway. The dark. I'm like gonna grab him. So and be like. You lunge forward to grab hold of him, and. Like, shut your eyes and, like, well, try really hard. And when you start to look around, you notice that there is a fire in the distance. Small, growing flame. And as it becomes more and more visible, you see buildings that you recognize. Well, parts of them. The smoldering remains of them. You see... The boiling water just off of the docks of Riverside. And you realize that you're stuck in this state again. Do I do stuff? There's stuff you could probably do, yeah. You could perceive yourself out of it again, like you attempted to before, when you were stuck and couldn't see the forest for the trees. Well, there was a lot of broken trees. It's not like you can just chop one down and then see your way around. I bet you could. I don't know why benchmark is. Uh, Twenty-five. Twenty-six. Cool. 
So as this starts to happen to you, you realize what it is because it's happened before and you try to shake yourself free of it. And the imagery around you almost blurs away as if watercolor that's just dripping away. This whole scene starts to melt away. Um, as it does, you realize that you're sitting in front of the fire again. It is a fire, but it's actually a campfire. And it is back at Solomar Bay. And you see Kadi, and he's talking to Remy. You realize that you're a little bit older now. You're a teenager. You feel real angsty about the fact that you have to sit here and listen to everybody talk about how peaceful life could be. And you just want to break free, do your own thing. And you start to make your own way back. Even steal Remy's bike to make it there. Boat. Because that's better. It's an island. Oh. Sure. Boat bike. There you go. I forgot. The bike, the, the bike blew this up. is post the volcano yeah, erupting. The bike I forgot. Blew up. So the boat. And you go back home. It's almost like you just got away from this imagery and you're going right back to it. Um, but as you return to your home, as you return to uh, Riverside, Port City, there's people waiting at your apartment they're all studying the place they're looking searching through everything they've got these little uh, devices and machines that click steadily as a meter tries to gauge the energy readings off of this place where there is a charred mark into the ground in a circular pattern with a runic symbol blazed into the ground where something once was it looked like Fire, intense fire, burned this runic mark into the ground. Can I interact can, with these people, or am I you just, can trying, investigate am I just the trying to get out of the situation? You can either try to get out of the situation, or you can try to investigate the situation. Learn more about it. Um, do... I guess I'll try to learn more about it. I, don't, I feel like I keep remi I keep knowing that this is the past, so I wouldn't really feel the need to investigate because I already know what's going to happen. Now, for your knowledge, while she's stuck in this you realize that you are stuck in it as well. You're seeing the same things. You are aware of the fact that you're emitting this, but you don't seem to have control over it. Is she near? Is she still like near me or is she like... I think like... I'm like grabbing on you, like your arm. Um... You, can, you can see what she sees. You can see her interacting with it. Um, I think I would kind of like squat down he's just I'm sorry I'm so sorry and he just starts crying mm. you can hear Tom say that <sighs> yeah. 
Well, I think I would try to see if I can do anything to stop what I know is going to happen, which is that Remy's going to show up and get caught. So I think I would try to stop that if I could. I don't know what I would need to roll to do that. Okay. Um, like, if I, if I believe I'm there, which, I don't know, I keep rolling really well to not believe I'm there, but if I believed I was there, I think I would try to stop Remy from getting caught. Well, you, like I said, you can either try to roll perception to try and get yourself out of it, or you can just straight up use actions to attack it, to do something about it, to change it, at least in your mind's eye. I'll try to get out of it. I can't keep rolling this high all night. Or I can. I rolled a 17. Which is actually a 30. Wow. So this does very, very well for you. And the, uh, once again, the scene starts to melt away as if a watercolor painting that has been uh, overly saturated. And as it does, you actually now stand and you see several different flames, but they seem to be candles in very decorative candle holders that are lit almost ceremonially. Uh, and you see a long table with a body adorning the table. Its hands crossed, its face covered, and there is a general sense of bereavement and grief that shrouds it. But you do not know, since it's covered, it is covered by a shroud, what it is. Do I also see this? Yes. I don't know what it is. You don't necessarily know what it is, no. But um, isn't this my past? Maybe. This is what you're seeing. I'm going to rise and walk towards it. Okay. Would you like to do anything to it? I First, I'm going to see, look around and see if there's any like faces that I remember. Right now, there doesn't seem to be anything visible to you except for this. Except for the table? Yes, the body. Um, can I grab the sheet, whatever's covering it, hesitate, and then just pull it? Okay. So, as you see him pull the sheet, the shroud, from the body, you see that it is a young man, probably in his 20s, very soft, delicate features, uh, very deep red skin with strange horns that grow from his forehead. Um, dead. I'm going to reach out and like touch the face of the person. Reach out and touch face? Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's like it's his own personal. Roll... Okay, roll perception. I'll set you a benchmark of 25. Perception's off wisdom, right? Correct. I think you got a few of those. It's okay. 15. So that's a 10 below. Yeah. So... I said, I'm all for this roller coaster. 
as this occur, you see him reach down to touch the face of this body that has some similarities to the way that he appears, but not entirely. Different shades, different structures. Well, so I think right now Tom is the only person who can see as you are. But in this dream state, okay, I see what you're saying. Like I mean, I in this place, you seem and you seem to realize that he doesn't just look like a long-haired, darker gentleman. He looks like he has midnight black skin. He has gold markings around his facial structure. Um, you'll have to describe what the horns look like again. I think they're called Nubian goats, but he has they had the like multiple, multiple sets of horns. Some that go Jewelry up and two and that come down. Mm. So you see that horns, horns, different colored skins, but seems to be kind of a similar look to him. What does he do after he touches the face? Of the As he touches the face, everything seems to start to vibrate with a great intensity. As both of you are shook and are trying to maintain just your footing as the table itself seems to be sunk into a burning pit that opens up from the ground and the body is consumed by the flames beneath and a hand reaches up from the fire (laughs) and then pulls its body from the fire and you see that he's dressed in very dark clothing fur trimmed to a jacket uh, pallor skin, spiky hair, dark black eyes as he sees you. He goes, ah, back again, are we? Ready to make a deal, boy? Who are you? I am many things. I have many names. But you can call me Master. Master of what? Master of souls very particular souls souls that can be considered expensive souls that can be said to be worth their weight in gold I found one particularly interesting very very tasty worth all the terror and pain and suffering that it brought about when it was snuffed out from existence who Oh, see, that's the thing. It's so forgettable. The name just slips the tongue. I think he was something of a singer, something of a entertainer, or at least he thought he was. But, really, the price that was paid was that he broke everyone's heart when he was gone. I can't really remember who he was, but I can remember the taste of their suffering. What would I need to give to get that back? Hmm. I see that you've been in touch with some very special entities. I just want a taste. You give me what they gave you, and I'll give you back everything that you lost that you gambled away. What's it worth to you? Hmm. Let's make a deal. 
Well, maybe she can pay the price for you. She seems to be quite interesting. <sighs> Smells like golf flesh. You're creepy. Ah, touch it. Maybe, but I have a lot to offer for everything that I want. I'm going to look at him and say, whatever he's offering you, don't do it. It's not worth it. This is between you and me, friend. Oh, well, we'll leave the little gobbling out of it. What do you got for me? Hmm. I'm thinking. Give me just a second. Don't do it. I'm still trying to convince him not to do it. Well, charisma. What is this? To roll cover. Do you have persuasion or? Not like anything significant, but I'm trained in it. Okay. Well, then you don't get a disadvantage. But what again. is my thing? That's my benchmark. Oh, you roll persuasion, and then you oh, set right. the benchmark for him. My charisma is 10. So you roll charisma and see if you can beat the benchmark she set for you. Don't do it. It's not worth it. Don't you do it. Uh, that would be a 30. He's very stubborn. It's hard to deal with stubborn people. You are who you are. Well, that's the problem. I don't know who I am. Then you make it yourself. All right, I'm going to leave y'all with this while you think about what's going on. 